Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. International Spectacular, the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo, performs live in Sydney at ANZ Stadium at Sydney Olympic Park from the 17th to 19th of October 2019. Set against the backdrop of a full-size replica of Edinburgh Castle, the show will blend a thrilling mix of music, ceremony, military tradition, theatre and dance from the world's best massed pipes and drums. To purchase tickets, visit edinburghtattoosydney.com.au or ticketech.com.au. The interesting thing about Samantha is that she's the woman that is building a career on the fact that she actually hasn't seen her half-sister for many, mm. many years. Look, she's got a book coming out. Her insider knowledge is that she says that her sister is the jealous type. Oh. So that she would be very competitive with Kate, and this was the reason that uh, Megan and Kate have a rift. I was living in London during those years, and the backlash against Camilla was awful. Oh, I mean, she was awful. virtually a prisoner in her own home. I remember at one stage she was in the local supermarket car park, and some pelted her with bread rolls. Hi there, and welcome to New Idea Royals. It's the only podcast that takes us behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Zoe Burrell, and today we will be discussing the recent comments from Meghan's half-sister, Samantha, and the surprising way William bonded with the mums at Prince George's school. Joining us today to share her amazing knowledge is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. I wish I was one of the mums in <laughs> Prince George's school. I won't just wouldn't you be so happy if your kid was just enrolled? I have. To, I know. We'll get to the story, but I, I love exactly. this one. It's one of my favourites, and you'd love to catch a glimpse of either Will or Kate. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but of course, before we get to that. Much has been made of the apparent split between the Cambridges and Sussex's social media accounts, but we understand that William actually stepped in to sort things out. That's right, Zoe. So what happened was that the Queen apparently was sort of ambivalent about them not being uh, unified under the same kind of communications and administrative team because she sort of felt that they were doing the same thing and yeah. and they didn't really need to split up their Instagram. We know that um, Meghan and Harry obviously split up recently yes. and took the Kensington Royal, uh, sorry, from Kensington Royal and took the Sussex Royal yes. handle um, and, you know, suddenly had you know, millions of followers within 13 seconds sort of thing. <laughs> but what happened was um, the Queen and Prince Charles were a little bit uh, – sort of speculative about this and William actually stepped in and said no this is how it needs to go we have different interests here we wow. need to separate um, our different portfolios and he's the one that actually pushed it through wow and that's not what I expected yes and 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 mm. look I think the thing is you know we heard recently that William had spent some time working for MI6 and um, Secret Service in the UK I think William's you know, he, he, he's a wise man in lots of regards. You know, he, mm. he's a quieter man than Harry, less impetuous than Harry, but sort of the wisdom to actually foresee that he and Kate would have quite a different role to yes. Meghan and Harry is, is quite smart. So yes, he was behind it and he convinced the Queen, which is some, you know, wow. you know, it's, it's interesting that she's willing to, uh, adjust her understandings. It's not always about just the way that things are done. So, you know, great communication going on Isn't there. It? Good on him. Yeah. yeah. Nice to see William and the Queen working together as well. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and speaking of the Queen, 
Michelle Obama has recently made some comments about Her Majesty. That's right. I love this. In, in her, uh, she's doing press tour for her memoir, Becoming, which you must read if you haven't. It's oh, I fantastic. Haven't. She's brilliant. I, you know, I just, oh, I well, find, we all love her, don't she's we? She's great. great. So she, um, she was talking about how when she first visited the palace in April 2009 with uh, her husband, Barack Obama, yes. that she placed an arm around the Queen's shoulder. Oh, and at the time, ooh. you know, totally, <laughs> no, no, that's not what you do. You know, we know Paul Keating, of course. Um, was it, was it <laughs> yeah, Keating? The one that, yeah, it was Keating. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. We, <laughs> Dennis is actually 75 years old for those um, <laughs> listeners that don't know. And you know the newspaper said, hands off, Cobber. Is that what it said? Oh. Is that right? Oh, thank you for your, um, knowledge um so what happened she put her arm around the queen and um you know of course all the um like Dennis is saying loads of headlines about the fact yes. that she shouldn't be doing this <laughs> and she said actually you know what there are there are things done the way they're done and everyone has all these protocols but she said if I was there again I wouldn't have done anything differently because it was a really natural and human reaction they I got on that. very well I'd, that's the great thing about the Obamas don't they they don't sort of um stand on ceremony they they do what no. the heart tells them to do yes. and I, they right. seem very down to earth exactly and- I love that story don't know what I would do in the same situation. I'd probably be far too nervous. Yeah, I know. I know. I'd you forget can, all protocol. You would have to curtsy, Zoe, and you yes. would practice many times before you met the Queen. Exactly. Also in the news, Meghan's half-sister Samantha has been ruffling feathers again. Wonder when she's ever going to stop talking. Well, the, the interesting thing about Samantha is that she's the woman that is um, building a career on the fact that she, she actually hasn't seen her half-sister for many, mm. many years. Look, she's got a book coming out called In the Shadow of the du- a Duchess. I think it's really interesting because she says it's not um, it's not nasty, there's not, you know, I'm not mean. But, of course, this is the woman that called her, so it's called Megan Cruella Deville. Oh, so yes. I don't think we can be um, sure about that. Look, she's taking swipes at Megan all over the place mm. at the moment. But, um, uh, look, I think it's, you know, what we can expect from Samantha is that she's very interested in self-promotion. So yes, she, of course. So with this book, look, she has got a degree. She apparently can write, but um, what the I'll be interested to see what the book sales are like because yes, I'm not sure. Be uh, look, you know, unless she had a great stash of photographs that were going to go in it and fantastic anecdotes. Look, she says that Megan's, you know, very self-interested. I would, you know, in any mm. kind of book of this nature, you it's anyone can say this person is this, this, and this. Yes, what exactly. you need is is you know sort of verified anecdotes that that corroborate that whether or not she has that, whether this book is has any kind of detail and and sort of weight and heft. I very much doubt it. Mm. And I know she also took a swipe at Megan over her baby shower. Yeah, she's just mm. you know lots of people had a swipe over the fact that they thought that it was a bit extravagant and not and, and so now Samantha's come out and said that's not what the royal family do as if she would oh. know. <laughs> Um, you know, that it's, it's too, it's too flamboyant. It was, she spent too much money. Um, look, the thing about Samantha is she tends to follow the agenda rather than lead it. And look, she mm. gets attention because I suppose we love the conflict between yes. families, don't we? You know, it's, it's, that's a, a storytelling from the ages is, is, is War of the Roses type things. And, and I think, I find her less and less interesting. I never found her particularly interesting, but I find her less and less interesting. That says, you know, she does actually know Megan. She does know elements of her mm. earlier life, whether they really relate to her life now. I, yeah, I don't well, think it's so. It's been so long since they've seen each exactly. other. So. Exactly. But then funny, surprising things come out because a relative just came out recently. Uh, I think one of Megan's uncles with this 
crop of brilliant photographs of when Megan was oh, little. Yes. And you look at those in this, um, you know, Megan in a nappy and her opening a birthday <laughs> present and they're gold. They're the sort of things that over I remember covering, um, Princess Diana's life and that every so often you'd get just the set of pictures that would just be really, and because these people are so, sort of um stratospherically famous mm. any new picture is always oh, seen with great so exciting so, too. you know you Everyone can't will look at exactly those. so you can't kind of dismiss these long these sort of um distant relatives as, as being completely a write-off because mm. they sometimes come out with some gold um <laughs> so yeah it'd be interesting to see uh that you know samantha Samantha Markle. Samantha Markle, who's only taken the name since her sister uh, uh, got engaged, obviously. And also, staying with Samantha, I know that she claims to have some insider knowledge about Meghan's rift with Kate. Yes, her insider knowledge is that she says that her sister is the jealous type. Oh. So that she would be very competitive with Kate, and this was the reason that uh, Meghan and Kate have a rift. Now, we don't even know if there really is a rift. I think what we have is two very different people who run their lives, um, you know, in, in different ways, have different focuses, uh, almost at different stages of their lives. One, yeah. You know, um, Megan's only just coming into motherhood. So I think that, I th- you know, this notion that, um, that there's jealous and that Samantha would know anything about it is ludicrous. But, exactly, you know, isn't it? But she will continue talking and Won't she? presumably <laughs> we will continue talking about her. <laughs> um, and also Megan's baby has made a high-profile celebrity feeling Broody. I like the story. So Victoria <laughs> Beckham, throughout Megan's pregnancy, spent a lot of time with her, and um, you know, sort of, she's one of Megan's friends, along with Amal yeah. Clooney. And I she's, heard she was helping the, yes, with the nursery, and nursery, and like you know, I mean, the one thing we can say mm. about Victoria Beckham is she definitely has style. Yes. Um. So, and she knows, you know, look at little Harper and the outfits that oh, she's isn't she been. So cute. Exactly. So I think in terms of, and also she's British, so she knows British brands. She, mm-hmm. she knows where to order things from. I think she's been very helpful with. Megan in, in that respect but apparently what has happened is she now you know mother of four so she's obviously yes. got her three sons and then she had a little Harper she's now feeling broody like she wants another baby this is also obviously <laughs> of course because her really good friends um, Gordon and Tanner Ramsey the, the um, oh, chef yes. Gordon's wife Tanner recently they had four children and I think the youngest I mean the youngest they're all definitely in their teens okay um she's just gone and had another baby yes. so that's you know that's a long time after so mm. i think just being you know having babies around her yeah, is obviously made victoria babies. wish that she could have one too i sometimes get like that still until until <laughs> until i'm in the supermarket and there's one having a tantrum and then i very happily remember that i do not want another toddler ever thank you <laughs> And then moving on to Charles and his wife, Camilla, they recently celebrated their 14th wedding anniversary. They did. And they, they released on their Instagram this really beautiful black and white photograph. It was gorgeous. It was, wasn't it? It was, they just looking into each other's eyes. I mean, look, I think history will, will remember this couple as a genuinely true love story. They, you know, Charles loved loves and loved Camilla and you know he didn't have the maturity the um fortitude to sort of say I'll I'll hang out for this of course she had already married Andrew Parker Bowles but they reignited their affair in 1986 Mm. and people didn't actually become aware of it until the early 90s but when they did that I mean the I was living in London during those years and the backlash against Camilla was awful. Oh, I mean, she was awful, virtually a prisoner in her own home. I remember at one stage she was in, uh, she lived in, um, the west of, of England and she was in the local supermarket car park and someone pelted her with bread rolls. Oh God. It was a horrible time. Obviously things like the, um, 
the taped recordings of their conversation mm-hmm. with uh, mentioning tampons and things wasn't particularly um, salubrious. But no. I think the the fact is is that 14 years – and I, I couldn't believe it that it was 14 years yes. that they were married. I remember that in that time in London after Diana's death, they had to be very, very careful. Um, and there was a lot of high-level damage limitation mm. exercise going on as to how they were going to present themselves to the world as a couple. And everything was just done by sort of minute degrees. Interestingly, 14 years on, I think people are very uh, – appreciative of the work that Camilla's done. I yes. mean, she's, she, she works hard. She has many different charities. She's, she supports her husband. I mean, I don't imagine he's the easiest man. <laughs> um, she's been a, um, a, a brilliant stepmother to William and Harry. Yeah, you know, and it we seems do, like they have a great relationship. They when you do, see them at they do. Events. Yeah, a friend of mine, um, sort of someone I know has had them over for dinner and says that just fantastic they're really interesting they're they're very jolly uh they're, they're good company they they really adore each other and no. look, you know i think if you are going to be the monarch and it's a very lonely job as we've seen in tv programs yes. like the crown and such like to have someone alongside you would be very very important so i'm, I'm glad so he has that and you know it's it's wonderful that you know that a man um at his age now can can have love. Like, you know, it's not like you yes. get to 55 and it all just, you know, that's it. You don't get to have love again. The fact that they have that, I think, is rather, rather charming. And I hope that they are, you know, in many decades to come that, that they actually, uh, it is regarded as a love affair rather than a controversy. Yes. And I think that sort of view is changing a lot mm. now. Yeah. And the exactly. younger generations view it as quite a, to- and people like Gwyneth Paltrow have completely changed the way that we see this. It doesn't have mm. to be disruptive and nasty and adversarial. You know, you can actually have marriage breakups and, and people can get on and apparently Camilla gets on very well with her ex Andrew Parker Bowles um, so you know this is life this yes, is exactly mm. it's family <laughs> now our favorite story this is my yes, favorite one I've, I know I've been waiting for this <laughs> <laughs> so finally we understand Prince William hangs out with the school mums at <laughs> Prince George's school I know all those years when I was dropping my kids at school and it was so boring and it was just mums talking about how they cut up the carrot sticks for the lunchbox and <laughs> oh, there's no. mums in London that get to see Prince William, but more importantly, Catherine. So yes. either they sort of take alternate days, apparently, or whoever's oh, around, okay. and they drop George and Charlotte off at school. They That's stand so around lovely. and That's chat. So down to earth exactly. To that. But then afterwards, William often goes to the Harbour Club, which is a fitness centre near okay. um, near that area. There was the one that actually Diana used to go to. That oh, we used to okay. see her in her um, yes. in her gym pants and her oversized sweatshirts. Well, William goes there, and apparently lots of the school mums go there as well, and they all well, have a natter on the you treadmill. With School mum, you'd be following yeah, there. I'll tell you why you wouldn't, because I imagine that the price of going to that gym True. is you would have to have a small castle to be able to afford it. But lucky for them, they get to go and hang out with Prince William near the um you know on the on the bench press or on the treadmill can you imagine mm-hmm. it though i think it'd be really fun to see like at, at the time i remember living in london that diana there was very controversial pictures taken of her inside that gym and how those photos oh, were taken okay. which she was doing that what's the one where you push up over oh, your head don't but, ask me what is it Dennis? The, military press. the military press there she was go. doing the military press <laughs> and um she uh you know, photos taken of her um but anyway how lovely for those mums i'm i'm very jealous you'd be Isn't very excited it? that and you know and if it were me I, and i had a daughter of george's age i would be i'd be guessing you know you you become friends <laughs> i'd be having yes. i'd be having prince george over for a play date and i would even make my own cupcakes yeah well for i that. think i've heard that williams maybe made some cupcakes before for a 
bake sale. I know. He is just the – look, he does it all, doesn't he? He's perfect. Anyway, a lovely story. And I love it when we get little details like this because it's the normalisation of the royal family. You know, that's just so long. I mean, the thing about the monarchy, they do have to be other, but they also mm. have to be of us because effectively, you know, taxpayers are paying for them. And I think that's what the modern royal family is. They still have this sort of allure and – um uh, untouchability, but then mm. there's also this. But then this we love moments. these little yeah, exactly. Tidbits. Love it. <laughs> um, and on that note, I just want to say thank you for coming to join us today, Ange. Thanks, Zoe. And thank you to everyone for listening. For more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au or our Facebook page, New Idea Royals. And of course, don't forget to check out our latest Royal Mini Mag in the current issue of New Idea. 